bringing you the latest in tax credit news. This is Tax Credit Tuesday with your host, Michael Novogratik. Hello, I'm Michael Novogratik, and this is Tax Credit Tuesday. Today is Tuesday, March 3rd, 2020. Today is Super Tuesday, the most important date in the Democratic presidential primary calendar. Today, 14 states will hold their primaries, and Democrats in American Samoa will hold caucuses. There are more than 1,300 delegates up for grabs today, amounting to about 34% of all delegates nationwide. As candidates continue to make a push for votes, we'll hear more about their policies and priorities. At Novogratic, our focus is on how affordable housing and community development incentives are prioritized in those discussions. The Notes from Rick blog features a series of posts on how community development tax incentives have benefited some of the earliest primary and caucus states. Our goal is to provide facts and a framework for informed policy discussions by focusing on a different state in each blog post. We talk about the positive impacts of investments through the Opportunity Zones Incentive, through the Low-Income Housing Tax Credit, through the New Markets Tax Credit, through Historic Rehabilitation Tax Credits, and through Renewable Energy Tax Credits. The series is written by Novogratz's Policy Director, Peter Lawrence. I encourage you to check it out at the Notes Novogratz blog. I'll include a link to the blog's homepage in today's show notes. Turning now to today's podcast, I'll talk about the recently announced Fiscal Year 2019 Capital Magnifying Awards and how to prepare for the Fiscal Year 2020 round. I'll share application tips and best practices. From there, I'm going to wrap up with some news about available funding for the CDFI program and for the Native American CDFI Assistance Program. I'll also share guidance from HUD on how to layer subsidies for project-based voucher properties. If you're ready, let's get started. Last week, the CDFI fund announced $130.9 million in awards through the fiscal year 2019 round of the Capital Magnet Fund. The Capital Magnet Fund is an extremely competitive award. So well done and congratulations to this year's winners. There were 113 organizations that applied under the fiscal year 2019 round, and those 113 organizations requested more than $522 million in awards. Out of those 113 applicants, 38 were awarded the $130.9 million in capital magnet fund grants. Now, awardees include 23 CDFIs and 15 nonprofit housing organizations. Three of the 15 nonprofit housing organizations were state housing finance agencies. Together, the 38 awardees served 44 states, the District of Columbia, and Puerto Rico. Now, many of our listeners are familiar with the Capital Magnet Fund as a critical tool for affordable housing and community development. The Capital Magnet Fund helps finance the development, preservation, and acquisition of affordable housing for low-income communities. Here at Novogratic, we often see Capital Magnet Fund dollars used in low-income housing tax credit investments. Capital Magnet Funds are especially helpful to 4% low-income housing tax credit properties, which generally need significant gap financing. This year's Capital Magnet Fund winners plan to develop more than 22,000 affordable homes, with 98% of the units intended for low-income families. Up to 30% of Capital Magnet Fund awards can be used to finance economic development and community service facilities. 8% of this year's awardees do plan to invest in those types of related facilities. 
which include healthcare clinics and workforce development centers. Now, the intention is that these related facilities complement affordable housing in distressed areas. What makes the Capital Magnet Fund such an effective tool is its ability to leverage other private and public investment. Capital Magnet Funds can be leveraged at both the loan fund level and as applicable at the project level or the property level. Program rules do require Capital Magnet Fund awardees to leverage their awards by a ratio of at least 10 to 1. That's right, ratio of at least 10 to 1. Now in practice, as you might expect, awardees typically far exceed that leverage ratio. For example, let's apply the 10 to 1 minimum to this year's awards total and see what that leads to. If we take about $130 million in awards, multiply that by 10, we get $1.3 billion in leveraged total investment. But awardees anticipate that they'll get nearly $4 billion in total investment. That's much more than three times the required investment amount. Over the past five rounds of the Capital Magnet Fund, awardees have pledged to leverage more than 20 to 1. Now, with all of that said about the most recent round, I'd like to now take a moment to look ahead to the next round. I'd like to look towards the fiscal year 2020 awards. Novogratz expects that there will be nearly $172 million in grants available. How do we arrive at that figure? Well, that figure is based on the Federal Housing Finance Agency's release of 2020 capital magnet fund allocations last week. The $172 million estimate is also based on recently released 2019 10K filings for Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Now, the deadlines for the 2020 round are not yet known, but we can look to the 2019 round, last year's round, for some clues. Last year's round, the 2019 round opened on June 25, 2019, and applications were due two months later on August 26th, with the rewards being announced last week, which was about six months after the application deadline. Given all of this, Novogratz does expect a similar time frame for the 2020 round, which would mean the application round would open in the summer with a two-month application period and an awards announcement about six months after the application deadline. I also would like you to know that Novogratic has an experienced team of professionals to help clients apply for Capital Magnet Fund awards. Our professionals have compiled some tips and best practices that I'll share for listeners thinking of applying for the 2020 round. Now to start, the application has three main parts. Part one, business and leveraging strategy. Part two, community impact. And then part three, the applicant's organizational capacity or track record. With that in mind, our first tip, start the application early. The CDFI fund requires applicants to take certain steps before the ap actual application deadline. For example, applicants must submit a form called SF-424. SF-424 is a form that requests basic information on the applicant and the award request. Applicants also need to set up an account on the website. The website is grants.gov, and then applicants need to register with the CDFI fund, among other matters. Now, these, state, these steps do take time, so getting a head start can help ease some of the deadline pressure. Which leads me to Novogratz's next tip. 
This relates to the business and leveraging strategy portion of the application. You need to have your deal pipeline, or at least your business strategy in mind, before applying. That means you have to be sure to know what you plan to do with your award, if you get one. Will you use it for pre-development funding, acquisition, revolving debt? You need to have answers to these questions to help you be more specific in your application to increase your chances of getting an award. You will certainly want to provide specific details in your application. You'll want to know what your leverage multiplier is, income thresholds you'll be serving, and target populations, rural, distressed, or others. Now, providing certain details in your application certainly should give you an advantage in scoring preferences. Now, Novogratz's next tip relates to the second part of the application, community impact. In your application, you need to make sure to provide a detailed description as to how your planned investments will directly benefit low-income communities. You want to be prepared to share details, such as expected job creation and other metrics. Now, as I mentioned, the third part of the application concerns an organization's track record. The Novogratz tip on this point is to highlight your organization and team's experience in community development lending. Even if your entity might be on the newer side, you can do this. If your leadership and staff have a good track record, you should describe their experience in your application. And another tip is for entities planning to use proceeds in a different way than they have in the past. The tip is to try generating some of those new loans now before the capital magnet fund application period opens, because so then you'll have a track record. It's a good way of demonstrating at least some level of experience making the loans that you're applying to the Capital Magnet Fund program to make. Now, I have one last best practice to share. Work with an experienced consultant to help you with your application. And to do that, I'd encourage you to contact a Novogratic office near you. We have professionals across the country to help assist you prepare your application. For instance, we have Bob Ibanez. He's a great resource. He was the New Market Task Credit Program Manager at the CDFI Fund for a number of years and is very familiar with their grants program, including the Capital Magnet Fund. So is Brent Partner, a principal in our Novogratz Long Beach, California office. I'll include their contact information in today's show notes. And you can also read more about the recent Capital Fund awards in a notes to Novogratz blog post by Novogratz's Peter Lawrence. I'll tweet a link to the blog post. In other news, but staying with the CDFI Fund for a moment, two weeks ago, the CDFI Fund published a notice of funds availability for the Native American CDFI assistance and CDFI programs. These CDFI Fund awards help community development financial institutions build their financial capacity. Specifically, the awards help CDFIs lend to eligible and target markets. Now, this additional funding can be used to help close financing gaps for project developments. Now, through the NACA program, the CDFI Fund awards up to $1 million to certified CDFIs serving Native communities. NACA is the Native American CDFI Assistance Program. Now, the more general CDFI program also awards up to $1 million to certified CDFIs to be used to serve their markets and provide a variety of grants. The NACA program is estimated to award 
$40.5 million, and the CDFI program will award an estimated $184 million in fiscal year 2020. The deadline to submit applications for funding is April 21st. I'll include links to the notices for funding availability in today's show notes. If you want assistance with a NACA or CDFI program application, please reach out to an Evergrande partner near you. You can start with Brent Parker, as I mentioned earlier, or Bob Ivanez. Or, as I noted, just call a Novogratic office near you and let them know that you need assistance. Now, let's move away from the CDFI fund and move to HUD. Last Friday, HUD published a notice that updates administrative guidelines and requirements for subsidy layering reviews of project-based voucher properties. Subsidy layering reviews are used by HUD to ensure that funding assistance is not more than what is necessary to make a project financially feasible. These updated guidelines relate to new project-based voucher housing assistance payment contract term provisions and subsidiary review requirements for mixed finance projects. Now, if you need assistance with a project subsidiary review, please reach out to Nevergradic. One person to start with is Susan Wilson in our Austin, Texas office. I'll include a link to the notice in today's show notes and tweet it out as well. Well, that brings us to the end of this week's report. I do have a quick reminder. Tomorrow, Wednesday, March 4th, is the last day to get a discounted early bird registration for the Novogratic 2020 Affordable Housing Conference being held in San Francisco, April 30th and May 1st. We are also having a pre-conference basis workshop on April 29th. Now, this conference will feature two tracks. One track is tailored for developers, the other for the financing side. Now you're not going to miss it. If you haven't already registered, I encourage you to do so today to make sure you get the early bird discount. I'll tweet the registration link, so be sure to follow me on my Twitter. My handle is at Novogratic. That's it for now. I'm Michael Novogratic. Thanks for listening. This weekly podcast has been brought to you by Novogratic and Company, LLP. Archived podcasts are available online at www.novaco.com forward slash podcast or by subscribing to the Tax Credit Tuesday podcast in iTunes. You can find related links referenced in this podcast in our show notes at www.novaco.com forward slash podcast. Novogratic and Company LLP is a national certified public accounting and consulting firm with offices nationwide. Learn more about our professional services at www.novaco.com.